mindfulness mode. Mindfulness will help create a state that's going to be a great state from which to give and is plentiful. Hey, Mindful Tribe, so good to be with you today. I can't wait to tell you about our guest today, who is an international speaker on the topics of publicity, networking, kindness, referrals. And of course, that word kindness jumps right out at me because we talk about it so much on the podcast on mindfulness mode we talk about being compassionate and the value of being that kind of a person now my guest today is the the author of four best-selling books now get this her latest book has gone to number one in four categories it's called profit of kindness so i can't wait to introduce you to my guest her name is jill lublin jill are you in mindfulness mode today I am ready to go and in mindfulness mode. (laughs) Fantastic. I I just can't wait. So what does mindfulness mean to you, Jill? You know, it's a lot about being present, um, being focused, um, you know, but it's interesting in today's world to be mindful, right? Because the truth is we are trained to multitask. So um, it's a very interesting for me dichotomy at times to be mindful, to be present, and you know what? Sometimes to multitask. I don't know that they're mutually exclusive, um, not in my world, honestly, but truthfully, uh, the, the the issue of mindfulness, I think is a state of being. Yeah, I think it is too. And I think it's fascinating looking at your bio because it says that you're a CEO of a strategic consulting firm and that you've had over 25 years experience working with over a hundred thousand people so this is fascinating tell me about your work with how kindness and mindfulness relates to all of this work you've done to help so many people yeah well my biggest focus on my work is is to support uh small business owners to create publicity based on guerrilla publicity actually Mm -hmm. that's my main you know shall we say day-to-day work and then Mm -hmm. God whispered in my ear. Now, this is about being mindful, listening to the messages. And that message was to create kindness circles based on the profit of kindness. And it was one of those things that timing wasn't quite right when it was first uh, brought to me, right? And, And being mindful of timing, being mindful of what else you have to do in the world, right? So that things get done well. And then when the pandemic hit, I'm like, all right, this is the moment. We need kindness more than ever. Uh, I'm sure, you know, we all know that. And certainly it continues. And we are in our third year of the kindness circles, which I am just so grateful for. And then every year at World Kindness Day, which is November 13th, we actually do a summit, which is like a three-hour short summit mm-hmm. uh, where I bring in multiple speakers. And we just had the ran- head of the Random Acts of Kindness Foundation. Cool. So it's been a wonderful ride, and I know it will continue. And I'm looking for a sponsor, and we're going to take it even bigger. Well, Jill, as I sit here on this Zoom call and look at your, your face, what I see is kindness. I see happiness. I see a grounded person. So are there ever any times when you struggle for kindness? Like, are you driving in the freeway and then you're thinking, oh, look at what that driver did? Or is there any example of something where you have to really give yourself, you know, a reminder, hey, I've got it. I'm, I'm the kindness person. Absolutely. I mean, you know, sometimes weekly, sometimes daily, right? Depends on 
my own level, but I, I truly believe that uh, it is our responsibility individually to support uh, the best we can be, right? And, um, you know, it's interesting. I was just talking to a person right before this who was telling me that she was reading a book about judgment. Mm -hmm. And when we judge another, we actually are, are basically giving them grief. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, my gosh, imagine this. I have an opportunity to um, delete grief, at least, you know, in my little corner of the world and not give that away to anyone. So that doesn't mean that I'm not judgmental at times or un even unkind or in my feeling about something. Um, but I don't tr I, I try not to. Let me just say that I do my best to not spew that and to keep me to me. So if I'm not in my best shape, I might just sit in bed a little longer that day. I have many tools at my hands to change my state when needed. And, you know, I I think in today's bit turbulent world and the levels of things that everybody's feeling, you know, more I have to keep myself grounded and in high frequency because I actually work on both um, in order to not get caught in everyone else's levels of whatever they're dealing with. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that we each take full responsibility to do that. And particularly at this time, I think to keep our frequency high, this is going to be a much better world. Oh, I do too. What are some of the tools you use to keep your frequency high? I use calm the app. Yes. Love that. Um, I use another one called soak, oh. um, which has been really helpful, which is a frequency, more a frequency app. Okay. Um, I have a frequency machine that I actually you hold do? cute little bars and, and it what does it do? How does it do this? Um, I'm just, so it is, it is actual tubes, right? That okay. connect to a machine that I hook up to give me different levels of whatever I need to deal with that day it could be physical stuff, uh -huh. um, which has been very helpful with. And uh, that's actually why I originally got it. So I tend to use that a little more for the physical stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but also like there's a there's a code on there called bliss. I put bliss on and I hold cool. these little things while I'm in my meetings. Cool. And then soak, soak I love um, to just help me right. with supporting. And, and that's S-O-A-A-K. Um, S O A A K. Yeah, you Check know, like one time I remember being in one of those moods you're talking about. I mm -hmm. turned on high energy, um, you know, shift of mood, and oh my god, it was amazing. Well, so I want to know more about this device, and I know you showed me the tubes. What do you do with the tubes? Do you put your finger in there, or what do you do? No, you just you just hold them like this. Oh, you right? just hold them, so they're on cords. And what's the yeah. name of this device? It's called Wellness Plus. Oh. Wellness Plus. I can give you offline the person you get it from and talk to about it. Oh, fantastic. It's phenomenal. That's really amazing. Okay, because I haven't I haven't heard about this machine before. Yeah, you know, I think listen, we need help, right? We're humans. We There's all kinds of wonderful tools that are available to us now. I feel very grateful that I can um, listen and learn. I also just got something else what do you I get? call Brain Tap that I'm excited oh, about. What's that? It's um, using lights and sound and the voice for meditation all simultaneously. Oh, that's fascinating. Have you tried yes. it yet? I have tried it. I'm excited. Yes, it's very, very helpful. Great yeah. for calming the system. They've got, you know, three-minute ones. 
it's just phenomenal. So, you know, that's like four things right at my fingertips mm-hmm. and I can use any one of them depending on what's easiest and what's, you know, what's, what's just the right thing to use in the moment. And, and the thing that comes to mind is I think so many people out there, Jill, use things like alcohol or maybe tobacco or, you know, marijuana or something, thinking they're going to raise their frequency or feel better at least. And what are your thoughts on that? You know, listen, I used to smoke marijuana, just, you know, say straight. And what I have discovered since I quit, yeah. and I, by the way, I have no judgments. I think, you know, sometimes it might work, um, certainly sure. for pain and other things. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually been phenomenal for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I notice is that when I quit, I could feel my emotions now. Oh, and, yes. Right. And now that creates, guess what? More mindfulness. Now, do I still have to at times manage uh, emotions, anxiety, uh, feelings of fear, insecurity. Absolutely. And all of these machines and uh, calm and the brain tap, which my newest fun toy, you know, mm-hmm. help on all of that. That's fascinating. It really is. And I think we're all searching for some way to be on a, well, in a better place. Let's just put it that way. And, and you've given us some really good suggestions. I want to ask you a question about bullying because I always ask a question about this on my show. If there was ever a time, if you have a story of some kind, maybe in your adult life or not, where bullying happened and maybe mindfulness would have made a difference. You know, um, I always wonder about would mindfulness make a difference because bullies, unfortunately, uh, often aren't, uh, you know, at that place. Now, that doesn't mean they can't change. I have a big belief that everybody can change um and you know get new again um but yes i i you know i remember being bullied all through uh, being a kid and i i think part of it i had braces i curly hair that wasn't in style then i freckles you know i had these ugly glasses you know just things that were um shall i say not helping me be at my best and I do remember, you know, kids saying mean things, just rhymes. My brother's name is Jack. So Jack and Jill, I heard all kinds of versions of the nursery rhyme. I had a definite incident of of a a man, you know, inappropriately uh, sexual contact. And that was really upsetting Mm -hmm. where I felt like I couldn't even go to school. Like I'd be looked at awful. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I had believe me, more of my share and many, many instances of feeling bullied, um, feeling insecure, feeling uh, threatened. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, mindfulness. I I don't know, honestly, that kids, I think now it's better. I I think, you know, in, in my life, there's been many moments of feeling bullied, feeling insecure, feeling unsafe, um, feeling taunted, feeling um, teased, you know, which might be slightly different than taunted. Anyway, the point is, you know, I wonder, honestly, I think part of um, children's messiness is a certain meanness. Now, here's my hope and excitement for the future and the present is that I believe fully that children now are much more conscious more mindful that doesn't mean this doesn't happen and that there aren't still the mean uh, exchanges i'll call them 
But I have seen and I have hope um, that these children now are just far more um, expanded, far more understanding. Um, bullying is is a subject taught in school by people like you, you know, who are out there uh, doing the good work. And, and I think it's made a huge difference. I'm not saying it still doesn't happen, um, but I think that it doesn't happen in the same way it has in the past. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that things are improving, even though sometimes it's difficult to see that. But yeah, thanks for sharing that insight. And and you know, look at you. You were bullied as a kid, but now you've been on stage with all kinds of well, well-known people like Tony Robbins and others. Do you have a story you can share about someone you've been on stage with that, whose name we would recognize and maybe something interesting happened? Mm. Well, I will tell you the Tony Robbins story. Uh, first of all, was an amazing blessing, you can imagine. I mean, yes. not only was it an amazing experience, but being, uh, it was in Las Vegas, I was one of 24 speakers and the only woman, which I thought was interesting. So mm -hmm. I actually went out and I bought a dress. I didn't come to Las Vegas prepared as for my speaker outfit, yeah. uh, but being the only woman, I thought, I'm going to go get a dress. And that was fun. I remember um, I hadn't met Tony Robbins before, and the person who helped coordinate this for me said, would you like me to introduce you or shall Tony? And well, I, I picked Tony for obvious sure. reasons. And I remember um, he gave me a hug and I I disappeared in his arms because he's such a giant yes. and and an amazing physical stature. And, and uh, funny enough, here I am years later and I'm going to do Date with Destiny literally next week. On cool. Zoom. So, you know, have I've been trained in some of his stuff, but not actually all of it or a lot of it and um so what what an experience you know being with truly a giant at all levels um he really has made such a mark on the world whether you like him or don't like him i mean the truth is he has major impact and big legacy so mm -hmm. that was pretty darn exciting and it's of course you know um well received and the people who are in that environment are just amazing so i made long-lasting friendships and I still have people come up to me, it was more than five years ago, who, you know, say they remember me on stage and just different things that are, you know, surprise me. Uh, it was quite an experience. But, you know, it's an interesting thing when you get a standing ovation um, and a thousand people's hands clapping simultaneously coming at you is an amazing wave of energy um, that is unlike many things I've ever experienced. So starting starting off a speech like that being welcomed like that in an environment of um excitement and then closing like that it's just woo there's not many times that gets to happen but boy was that fun <laughs> that is so exciting to hear that story wow i just think that must have been unbelievable wow that's fantastic as we move forward in the interview i want to ask you five quick answer questions so just like one two three words answers are fine or just very short answers the first one is this who is one person who has influenced your mindfulness practice mm, um ramdas oh yeah for yes. sure my Ram. second question is about uh, how mindfulness has affected how you deal with your emotions 
It helps contain them. It helps manage them and keeps me more even. Yeah, totally. I, I would say the same thing about myself. Let's talk about breathing, Jill. Is there a thought that you would share about breathing or maybe an idea or something you use in your life that helps with you, you know, stay grounded and so on? Well, I notice if I start feeling anxious or um, something that scares me, mm -hmm. I'll take four breaths in and four breaths out and, you know, make them. The other thing that helps me is to bring a breath in and then exhale as long as I can, actually longer than the breath in. That That's quite helpful for me, too. Right. Well, your book, The Prophet of Kindness, is one that I hope to read before long. I have not read it yet. But do you have any other books that you would recommend to your, uh, you know, people or recommend to our listeners well i like the untethered soul by michael singer is wonderful um there are so many books i i actually read a book a month mm -hmm. uh, so uh, that's always my commitment because i figure at least that's 12 a year and you know trying to rotate that between business and transformative books uh, is always an interesting challenge uh, sure. but i i love reading I do too, and I love the Untethered Soul as well. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that on the show. And so also about an app. Now, you already mentioned apps, so I don't think we have to add anything there. You talked about the Soak app, which is S-O-A-A-K. You talked about uh, keeping your frequency high, and we've kind of discussed that. But as we wrap up the interview, Jill, I want to ask you if you have any final words of advice to our Mindful Tribe listeners. Hmm. You know, um, listen, I'm all about message and putting yourself out there in life. And um, what I've discovered is that as you're mindful of your message, as you're mindful of your energy, people get attracted to that, which helps deliver your gift to the world. And, you know, I'm really uh, a big believer that your message matters and mindfulness will help create a state that's going to be a great state from which to give and is plentiful. So I encourage you to be mindful and to get a great message. Terrific advice. And your website is jilllublin.com, J-I-L-L, -L, and then L-U-B-L-I-N.com. So Mindful Tribe, check out the website, check out the book, The Prophet of Kindness, by Jill Lublin. And thanks so much, Jill, for being on the show and sharing your wisdom. Thank you, Bruce, for having me. I'm delighted to be here. You're welcome. Bye now. Hey, Mindful Tribe. Thanks for listening today. I want to ask you, are you blaming yourself for the way you're feeling and experiencing a sense of worthlessness? As a life coach, I work with people who are, are feeling stuck, people who are feeling as though there's something missing in their life. And it's like one of my clients said to me after she achieved a lot of progress, she said, quote, I am eternally grateful for our coaching sessions. She said, they help me become capable of self-forgiveness, asserting my truth and keeping my boundaries. And that's from one of my clients, a client named Natalia. You know what, I have a space on my calendar that's just opened up a space for one more client. That client may be you. As you know, I'm a hypnotist and I, I'm dedicated to helping people move from a place of struggle to a life of satisfaction and groundedness. 
Maybe you are a little curious about how hypnosis can help people move forward, how it can actually help people move forward way quicker than maybe some other methods. Help you take back your power and give yourself permission to thrive because you know what? You truly deserve it. I'll help you become the person you were meant to be. Just jump on a free call with me and I'll help you see how your world can be more fulfilling and satisfying with excitement and momentum. Think of it. Think of your life with excitement and momentum. Just set up an email, put the word transition in the subject line and email me at bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. I look forward to talking with you. So listen, take what we've learned today and reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.